Hey, everybody. Welcome to It's Just Bodybuilding, episode 58. Dusty Hanshaw, myself, Big Ron Partlow. And on today's episode, Terrence Ruffin. Here, Dusty. We're here. We're here. Terrence is Let's waiting for us. We thought we were waiting for him. There's a lot of mixed signals. So, well, welcome to It's Just Bodybuilding. Um, you know, Ron Partlow here with Dusty Hanshaw. You know, we're happy to have you on. You're you're an amazing bodybuilder, and and we we just want to bring you on for a conversation and and uh, get to know you a little bit better. You know, I know there's a lot of fans that uh, love the guests we bring on, and we tend to bring on the hardcore guys. So, welcome to the show. Yo, that's awesome, man. I didn't know I was considered hardcore, but I said that's a compliment for sure. Yeah, no, you can't really walk around looking like that and uh, and 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 place the way you're placing and and stuff without being hardcore. You train with Joe Bennett too, so that's you know. Yeah, yeah, I know you guys had him on, right? Oh yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tell tell us about that. Tell us what it's like training there. That was awesome. It's awesome. I met Joe uh, back in 2016. He, found me after the uh after i won my first pro show the tampa pro and um he just hit me up and said hey uh you know i'd like to just see what i see some things on so um uh, maybe like a month after he hit me up we scheduled up a uh you know for me to make a trip down to tampa that was about six and a half, six and a half hours drive and uh yeah we you know after that first session you know I, um yeah i was like this is the guy i want to train with so i See, I moved down here maybe uh, 2018. So um, about two years after that, I moved down here. Now we train together pretty much every day. What 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 was that like? Like that's sort of interesting that he emailed you and said, uh, you know, you're 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 good, but you know, there's some areas you can improve on. After that's, a win, yeah, yeah. I, I like that part the best. Um, how how did you? Was it just the way he came across was perfect? Was so professional because that could be taken the wrong way too, right? I mean, I guess it could. It depends on the person and like the ego or, or whatnot. But I mean, um, I was 21, you know, I didn't know, or 20, uh, 22, 22. I knew I didn't know anything. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know I didn't know that's, anything. So that's kind of what I'm saying. You're, you're, you're smart enough to not take it the wrong way, you know? A lot of, a lot yeah, of young yeah. hot headed about that sort of thing, right? Right. And then the thing on top of that is um, I had took a year off because I turned pro in 2014. And then, you know, in between that time and uh, there was no classic. So my whole thing was trying to get bigger for the 212. And um, I took a year off in 2015. And um, honestly, I didn't really put on that much size. So I knew something I was doing wasn't working. And I was like, well, if this guy has something different I can do, then let me see about it. Um one thing that I, um, I I did watch your interview with Fuad. It was like six months ago. It was kind of interesting because you'd just done the Arnold. So, like, the mass lockdowns hadn't happened yet and stuff. So, it's kind of interesting <laughs> to watch and just sort of get a bit of a snapshot into the past. Um, but but in that interview, you, you, you really seemed to stress the importance of training for developing your physique. And, um, you know, is how did Joe sort of you know, contribute to that when you went to train with him? Well, um, the biggest thing is just 
It's, I mean, some very, very simple stuff, just progressive overload. But on top of that, just making sure uh, the execution was right, too. You know, you, some people, they continue to add weight and add weight, and then the form gets worse and worse and worse. So they're really not getting any stronger. They're doing other things to, you know, to, to do more weight, but that's not, it doesn't equivalent to getting stronger. So uh, that was the biggest thing, you know, just adding weight, but also keeping the same thing. Um, what we're doing is actually working. So that was the biggest change for me. Is is there anything that you do to, uh, cause I, I, you know, I obviously Dusty and I are very progressive with our training over our careers. Um, kind of a common theme on this show, but, uh, um, you know, everyone that does progressive overload, they sort of have to have, um, some checks and balances for making sure their form doesn't degrade over time. So is there any sort of system you use sort of like every five, six weeks, maybe you like check your form and back off weight again and make sure your form's mint or is there any, you know, how do you keep your eye on that? Joe does it. I mean, so I'll have to say, yeah, yeah, he does it for me now. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that's, I mean, it's pretty easy. Um, as long as he says I'm doing things right, you know, that's all that's what I'm good. Um, we haven't really had to, to back off anything too much. Um, when we do a new exercise, that's pretty much the only time we kind of we kind of take it a little bit easier. We don't take things uh, to failure. Um, like we just added in leg, we took out uh, uh, safety bar squats and we added in leg extensions. So for the first two or three weeks, we weren't taking anything to failure. Just kind of kind of uh, getting used to that exercise, really. Mm-hmm. Mm. You uh, you also. You've, you've also talked about uh, using the same exercises over and over and over to get strong and be progressive, which, you know, is, is sort of the opposite of what a lot of people like to do with, you know, constantly changing things up. Um, right now, what exercises are you like focused on? Like, you know, you got your, your, your weekly goals on what, what are some of the exercises you're kicking ass on right now? Well, well that's okay. Okay. Um, Things that are going like my leg training is pretty boring right now. I would say. I mean, only thing we're we're actually trying to get better on uh, all the ham curl movements because I want my hamstrings to be bigger. But like quads and things like that is actually uh, not really that. I, like I do one working set on high squats now, and really just I think one on uh, leg extension as well, just because um, I'm trying to really balance my physique because my legs are in a really good spot. But um, I think I really need to work on my upper body. So pretty much everything with my upper body is really trying. I'm trying to progress mainly uh, on arms, which is the hardest thing because you know, like a five pound increase on like a dumbbell curl is way more than like a five pound increase on a hat squat. You know, it's a lot yeah. way <laughs> So it's it's kind of slow. We're like finding ways. Like Joe, he just got like these 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 baby weights or whatever, these baby plates. Um, like half a pound, a quarter of a pound, one pound, and he put magnets on them. And so we can attach those to the dumbbells to still progress and have the progressions a little bit slower. So um, we're just finding ways with like uh, my favorite exercise is the um, single arm preacher curl on that. Um, as for like triceps, we're doing uh, like a Swiss bar press. Really good on my joints because I mean, a lot of people like doing the close grip stuff, but. Uh, me having my arm in like a neutral position really really helps my joint. Um, man, I can't even hold a straight bar anymore. After 30 yeah. years of training, I can't even hold a straight bar. If my hand is locked, I'm screwed. But I got to be able to at least do that, you know. For sure. 
So that's another thing too that changed is like finding exercises that fit really, really well. Um, you know, because for a long time you don't know any better. You say you think, oh, this I have to do this exercise because this person did it. Even if it doesn't feel the best, this is the way you're supposed to do it to get bigger. This is a mass builder or whatever. But in my opinion, the best exercises are the ones that you can do and they feel good. You know, they don't hurt because, you know, if you keep doing exercise that hurts when you're young, it's not a huge deal. But as you get older, that hurt gets worse and worse and worse. You can't even do anything. Yeah. Well, you, you nailed it with, I mean, it's funny. You've, it's almost like we uh, pre talk to you with some of the things you're covering. Um, cause I actually had a guy ask on my Q and a the other day, he said, Hey, when I'm deadlifting 495, I can get eight reps. But when I go up to, uh, 585, I can only get two. And I'm like, well, let's keep in mind. There's a lot of weight between 495 and 585. Like, yeah, yeah. Why are we only going up plate at a time? I don't care if you go up five pounds, literally like two and a half a side. That's progression. And I think that's something I don't know why it got lost along the way. And I get it. Like, you're not going to put a five pound plate on a leg press, but on a lot of yeah. movements, <clears throat> you're going to add weight. And I'll be honest, if you got to the point that your leg press was that strong and, and a five pound was a move, fuck it, put it on there. It's more weight. You know, it's. And then the same thing with what you just said about the joints. Like, I literally will get that question all the time because I think, honestly, because my body wasn't built for bodybuilding, so I have big joints, like skull crushers and things like that are comfortable. And people will be like, man, you got huge triceps. So that hurts my wrist. What should I do? I'm like, well, don't fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's, it seems it's, it's like touching the hot, you know, the hot stove twice, like, it hurt the first time. Let's knock that shit off, shall we? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was I was gonna ask you. You say you only do one working set of hacks now, yeah. Because you, your quads are kind of where you want them. So, is are you taking that set like to the fucking wall, or is it just a good solid set to failure kind of standard issue stuff? It's a good solid set to failure. Like we're not doing any like crazy like drops or anything. Maybe like one one uh, assisted row, so one pass failure. Yeah, um, you know, in the past when I was a little bit younger and I was training with them, we would do a lot of harder stuff. We would do like drops and like strip sets and stuff. But yeah, now my like, it's weird because with with classic this is weight limit, so you know, you really do have to like really um, pay attention to the volume and what's what's growing and, and what you need to grow because you know um, at a certain point you know, you can't put on any more muscle in classic. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, we're really just trying to maintain. And, like, this past, since the Arnold to now, I mean, uh, my legs are pretty much the same. So my hamstrings are growing, my quads are pretty much the same. Um, like I said, I got maybe five to seven pounds, depending on how hard I can pull down to grow. So really just trying to, to build the build my upper body with that, that extra weight that I have. You you have to be under 175, right? Right, right. What That's do you weigh right now? The craziest 175 I've ever yeah. seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. Your 170, like your 175 looks like 240. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, it's, I know people don't I mean, realize. It just shows what I mean. Truthfully, like what ratios do. I don't think people really get it. Like you'll see somebody say, "Oh, but you're X amount of weight." You're, so you're you're bigger than Phil Heath, and you're like, no. No. <laughs> it's really weird, man, because, like, I mean, especially with you guys being coaches, you see sometimes guys, even to the point where, like, they may not 
even have like crazy wide hips or crazy wide whatever, but they just look heavier than what they are for some reason. I have this one guy, he he I don't understand it, but like um he doesn't look very big. He's one of my clients, he's not a big guy, but for some reason he's still too big for, for classic physique. He can't make the weight limit for it. Yeah, and he's shredded to the bone. And I'm like, I don't it doesn't make any sense. Some people are just heavier for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, I, I have I have an eighty pound head, so right away <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, I got a yeah. deficit. That puts you right to, there. Yeah. <laughs> Super heavyweight from birth. You know? <laughs> Yeah, oh, but to answer the question, I'm like 189 right now, so I got not too not too hard, not too far to go. That's so fun. I was just looking at your page, though, so it just it baffles me. Like, how tall are you? I am five five. Uh, Fuck. It just, I mean, truthfully, like, because obviously, I mean, I hung around Jose for years and seeing him at even conditioned at two, you know, 220 or so, it really lets you know how. You're like Birdman. You got hollow bones. There's no fucking way that you're 190 pounds. This uh, this back this back picture that you posted. Oh yeah, yeah. That's just utterly ridiculous. Like you look like you're like 250 pounds. Like because there's no one else in the photo. That, no one would say yeah, no. No one, no one would call your ass out on that. You know, and it's a it's a Smith machine, so it could be any height. You don't really know. It's just like, <laughs> That's yeah. I don't take pictures with people too often. Nah. Set the Smith machine anytime really Joe's, low. Yeah, anytime Joe's in the picture, he's like behind me and sitting down, so we can't tell. Yeah. You got that picture. That picture I posted you today had him sitting in the background. That's funny as yeah. shit. And and Joe's aware, like he's trying to look smaller to like help market you. Right? One, sec, one sec, I gotta scoot yeah. back three more feet. One like, sec, sideways, just because he's like, we want to make you look huge in this. Trust me. <laughs> Joe's smart. Joe knows what's going on. Oh, Mark, yeah, he knows. He knows. He doesn't tell me, so I don't feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sure anything in bodybuilding would make someone like you feel bad. That's crazy. So how many uh, how many weeks are we out then right now? Um, I think a little under 12 now. Um, yeah. So I've been dieting for maybe uh, four-ish weeks now, about a month. Yeah, I started uh, prepped around like 195. Yeah, um, the peak I weighed in all season, I finally broke 200, so that was pretty cool for me. Um, I was like, I think I got up to 203, which is pretty cool. So, yeah. That's fucking so wacky. Then your diet is obviously just very slow. You just bring it down. Because, I mean, you're not losing that much weight, and you never get fat, mm -hmm. so, you know. Yeah, um, he's only made this. He made his second chance in my diet um, last week. Um, he started, we started out prep with like 45, no, 40 minutes, three times a week. Um, I went from like 195 to 191, um, over a couple of weeks. And then, uh, he just made his second change where I'm doing 40, he added five minutes to cardio. He took around, he took out like the, like the equivalent of a cup of rice total. He took out a half a cup and two meals and, um, I dropped another three pounds. So, um, yeah, I'm like these small changes and like wait like that it's pretty good sign i guess uh, oh yeah yeah well, I, I, how much are you suffering like tell us what your diet's like oh man i knew i should i always forget i knew i should have looked at the, the macros um i'm doing about see i can add it up i got three packets of grit i'm just gonna probably my my protein is really high for i guess most people like i don't know it's like uh Three, 
140 grams of protein, about, yeah. um, I think it's around 70 grams of fat right now. Um, carbs are my first meal is 60 grams, uh, plus intra workouts 100, post workouts 100, so that's two, 260. Then um, I got three more meals, so no, uh, four more meals. Four meals, two cup, two meals or one cup of rice, so that's around 70 grams. So 260 plus 70, 330. 30. Plus the yeah. other two meals is 50. So 100. So 4:30. So. Yeah, 4:30 right now. That's uh, plenty of food. <laughs> yeah, I'm You're not fine. Oh yeah, it's easy. Yeah, it's real easy. Oh yeah. So how do you? Let me ask you this though, because this is a good uh, transition for people. Uh, how, give or take, like how much extra carbs were you eating when you were not growing, but off season? I know it's a. I don't want to use the word growing with you because you have to be so cautious. You only have so much growing you're allowed to do. Um. I was doing, um, he hasn't taken, like I said, he hasn't taken out much. So I've had maybe uh, two extra cups of rice this off season. Um, right. so, and he had, he took out some fats. So I had my um, like fourth cup of um, all, like cashews with uh, two meals. So that's the only, he, that's the, so he's taken out the, like since I started my prep, um, the equivalent like throughout the day, um, two cups of rice. And a half cup of uh, cashews. Of, nice, yeah, cashews. Right. So that's, yeah. And then, yeah, and he added the cardio. So that's it. That's the only change so far. And do you do uh, what? What? What's up with you guys in like uh, cheap meals or anything like that? Is that weekly? Is that never? Is that what? Never. Um. So, <laughs> not really ever. Um. I think uh, he'll. I like the way he does it. Um. And I don't really have any cravings. Um. To be honest, I don't have an issue with that. Um. But the. Last last show we had maybe three to four refeeds. Um, a mm-hmm. couple of them were two hundred. A couple of them were one hundred fifty grams of carbs. And he lets me do it however I want to do it. So a lot of times I'll add maybe a little bit from fruit because I just really like fruit. And then um, a couple and I'll add in maybe like rice cakes and just normal rice. So mm-hmm. and I kind of do it throughout the day. Right. Yeah. No, I asked that because I think it's these are things that. It amazes me as a like, so one of the main things that we get, I just had a guy actually, uh, I have my question here is what are your short term goals what are your long term goals? And I'm always amazed because you're like the long term goal will be I want to turn pro, win a pro show and be top five at the Olympia. And I'm like, oh, that's it. Okay. (laughs) I'm glad we're keeping this small. How about SWAT four plates? And then we go to no, but Let's then start then you there. go you go through the first week of dieting, and there were two cheats, and oh, I'm like, yeah, yeah. so you're not genetically struck. I mean, you're not Terrence genetically, and he's also outworking you and also out disciplining you. How do these things happen? And I think that that's why I like to drive home and ask those questions because I kind of knew based on your physique. It's like, you know, there are levels to this genetically, but then beyond that, it's like you're not going to get outworked either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing, man. Like, that's the thing, especially, like, I mean, I've been blessed in a lot of ways. Uh, genetically, like, I get in shape pretty easy. I have a good structure. But the one thing that's been hard for me is putting on, on weight. So me having to, uh, like, all season is literally, like, the most important sport 
part of bodybuilding for me because you know i'm lucky i've been i'm lucky to put on like three three four pounds you know i've never been that guy to put on 10 pounds in a year or something like that mm-hmm. you know? um so yeah i definitely have to every every time i'm in the gym i have to be very very you know aware and that's why I, that's why i moved down here because when i when i got out of the military i had a choice move down with my you know my coach who did my nutrition or i had a choice to move down here with joe and you know it's, it's matt matt at the time i, I really liked matt i liked i liked uh, hanging out with him i would come and stay with him when i went to out here but just career-wise, I was like, okay, well, um, I need to have someone to actually get me through, through training every day. So it was, was it's a better idea for me to move here at the time. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, man, I definitely think people have to pay attention to, to certain things. But um, everyone's working hard, man. Everyone likes to say they're the hardest worker in the gym or this and that. But yo, everybody's working hard, you know. Everybody, yeah. Uh, everybody is. What uh, what 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 are your thoughts about um, outgrowing classic and moving to two twelve? Like I said, I mean, if it happens, I mean, I may do it, but just just uh, like I like we, we let's talk about like Keon and George. Those guys have put on muscle really really easy. I've never been that guy to, to do that. So even if I got to a point where I'm like getting too big for classic, there's still a huge gap, uh, at least in my mind right now there's a huge gap before I would do well in 212, you know, it would take, like, let's say my, like my, like I said, my cap is 175. I would need, uh, I may be wrong, but I feel like I would need at least 15 pounds. And that for me, that may take like four or five years. What's, what's, uh, what's Clarita weigh? Clarita's shorter than me, but yeah, he's like 180. He's actually a little bit heavier than me now. I think he's 180 now. Yeah. He's, he's just a bit heavier, but he's about an inch shorter, right? He's five two. Yeah, I was say he's three yeah. inches shorter. Yeah, three inches shorter. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a, yeah. So I you'd have to be like one night. You'd have to be in the one nineties, one nineties. Yeah. One ninety, one ninety-five. To kind of yeah. have that look. But I will say that some of the things I've noticed as I got older, I don't know what it is. Um, every kind of weird to say, but everything's gotten easier bodybuilding-wise, and it's not even like mentally. I mean, mentally it's easier, but. Like every like getting in shape is like I've never dieted on that that much cardio. I've never done this little cardio. Um, I've actually I put on weight pretty quickly this off season. Um, I was very surprised. Like I in the matter like um, I started my off season late because of quarantine and everything. But um, I went from like one eighty five, one eighty eight to two hundred in maybe like two or three weeks. And I've that's never happened to me before to put on that type of weight that fast. So I mean, things may change. Maybe I am. I don't know. Uh, I don't. I have no idea. But well, you're so old now because you're like 26, right? <laughs> yeah, I'll be 27 next month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he yeah. kept saying older, Rod. I had to say it. I'm like, I, mean, I want people old, to know how old he is. I'm I'm, I'm sitting I'm not, here thinking, oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm not old, but I'm older than I was. You know. Older. Well, I'm older no, than no. I was yesterday too, but I'm still fucking old. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, so, so let let's. One thing we like to get into with everybody is uh, we kind of want to ask some questions about like where does this come from? You know, your drive, your focus, your desire to be the best. You know, uh, picking something that's super super challenging and sort of encompasses everything. You know, we find that every everyone on the show sort of has a, a their own 
explanation for why they love this or why they chose it or why they're good at it, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, what do you think it is about bodybuilding that makes you want to do it? You know, it's a, it's a mixture of things and people may not like my answer, but, um, I, I originally got into bodybuilding, so I kind of give a story. Got into bodybuilding because, uh, you know, like most people, someone suggested, hey, maybe you'll be, maybe you'll like this. So that's that. And I found, a, you know, so I, I went to the grocery store, picked up some magazines because back then magazines were still pretty popular. So, mm-hmm. you know, so I picked up a magazine. I saw Dexter Jackson on the cover and I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. This is what I want to do. And, um, you know, six months later, I hopped on stage. I got last place. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I got the trophy. Actually, that's the one trophy I keep. My fifth place trophy here. That's really? awesome. That's the yeah, trophy yeah. he keeps. <laughs> that's so, awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, you know, um, you know, a lot of people, I think I, I continue for a while because I started, like, after that show, I started to do really well. So I continue because, obviously, you know, I had some sort of a talent for it. Um, and, um, but I think it's a mixture of like, you know, most like, I think I wouldn't, I don't, I wouldn't be as into bodybuilding as, as I am if I wasn't, you know, somewhat good at it. You know, I think everyone has gifts and talents and I think it's a responsibility for people to, to really, um, to do those things, you know, I mean, I don't have a problem with people being that like bodybuilding that aren't good at it. I'm not saying don't like bodybuilding, but I'm saying that if you have a talent out, I think you should pursue it no matter what it is. And whether it's like guys like, um, like Joe, he's not the best bodybuilder, but his talent is educating people. His talent is helping other people grow, then, then go for it. So I think that's sort of the reason why I like bodybuilding too. I have a talent for for it, and I have a talent um, for art. I'm a really good poser, and I really, really enjoy that portion of it. And that's a really big reason, too, because growing up, I was an artist. Um, I sold paintings. I drew. Um, I was going to go to art school. Um, I didn't want to go into debt, so I I joined the military instead. And um, going back into bodybuilding now is a little So um, it's a mixture of that, me being able to do you know, something that I enjoy with the posing and, uh, and, and also being able to do something that I'm good at, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are your, what are your main influences when it comes to the posing? Like, did you just watch a million Flex Wheeler and Lila Brada videos or what? Definitely Lila Brada. Lila Brada, I think is the best poser ever. Um, Lila Brada is definitely number one for me. Um, a couple other guys I really like is, uh, Muhammad Makui, Todd Green, uh, Bob Paris, Francis Benfado, you know, Ed Courtney, some of those guys, yeah. yeah. What, what's, it, what's it like? I mean, and I mean, we all have an experience with this, but I think some of the uh, people listening, like, you got into bodybuilding, you, you know, you follow a Lee Labrada, you follow a Kai Green, um, and then you fast forward a couple of years and you're on a first name basis with them. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what, what, what's that like for you? Because I, oh, I find it's an interesting God. thing. So I always wonder what other people think with that. You know, man, especially Lee, because I'll say I've met a couple guys that I, you know, that I was very, you know, inspired by when I was first getting into bodybuilding, and I meet them, and it's, it's not, you, they don't quite live up to expectations. Not that they're bad people or anything; they just don't yeah. quite live up to what you thought they were gonna be. But I say Lee, Lee for sure. Lee the brother was literally like 
I've seen him a few times now, and I'm still like, this dude is the man, you know? <laughs> this is the guy. <laughs> yeah, and um, every time, like, he says some really nice things. You know, he's, he, he's watched a couple of my routines. He's he said things like, hey, man, you're carrying on the torch. And, like, I don't think he understands quite what that means to me because it, it literally, like, I, I'm, like, filled with emotion. That's the best way I can explain it. Um, because someone I look up to and someone that, you know, I – I would like to, you know, emulate in certain ways. And some this guy that I've I've based some of my, my movements and some of what I've done on is saying these things to me. And it's amazing, man. And even to the point now, like I, I was surprised. He hit me up the other day, um, asking me for some um my opinion on like giving him some uh recommendations for song choices for, for Hunter. And I'm like <laughs> this is really, really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I try not to fanboy, I try to keep it cool, you know, whatever. <laughs> Uh, but nah, it's really, really cool. Yeah, what, I love it. Yeah. What, what, what do you think you, uh, what lessons do you think you may have learned in the Air Force, in the military, that you would say you still sort of carry with you and apply to bodybuilding? You know, um, the biggest thing I would say is, there's a lot of things, I mean, and this is, I got this from a lot of different things in life, but I guess the military kind of reinforced it, like, a lot of things that people stress about isn't worth stressing about, you know. Uh, life is going to keep on going, and even if it's it bothers you now, you know, a week, a month, or whatever down the road, is it, you're going to realize, hey, this wasn't that big of a deal. Um, so keeping, I think keeping calm is probably the biggest thing with me. Like dealing with it helped me deal with stress very, very well. And we all know in bodybuilding, you know, stress isn't a good thing. Yep. Yeah. Go ahead, Dust. No, I was just uh, I'm just looking at that, and just thinking because it's funny you, the assumption you would have on what because you know you you are a militant uh, athlete like everything you do is structured. You know, I mean, when I asked you about cheat meals, you kind of laugh like, why would I do that? Like, yeah. Um, and it's funny because then when he asked the question, your your answer was was totally different than what I would have expected, um, because I think. Like you said, you you that you had that before the military. The you had to have. That's kind of it. Just appears to be in you. Like as following you as a fan, I see it as well. It's just this is just what it takes to do what I do. I don't think you ever say to yourself, "Oh man, I wish I could have a cheeseburger." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. Like you know, a lot of people. I think you know. It's funny. I, you know, going to MI40, I, I met Ben. I talked to him for a while. And I don't know how true this is. I mean, obviously, he's been doing it a lot longer than me, but he's, like, some of the best bodybuilders are the guys that, like, never stress about anything, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think I've, I've definitely been blessed with that. But even my mom, it kind of pisses, like, my mom off or some of the, you know, people I've dated. They're like, you never get, like, they'll be frustrated about something, and I'll just be like, and I'll just be like, okay, well, um, do this or do that. Like, with, and like, they want me to get mad about it with them, and I'm like, uh <laughs> I, I was yeah. I was going to ask you yeah. if that other bothers people because I get that all the time. People are like you don't care, and I'm like, not I care, right? But it it doesn't still do have anything shit to, do. to do that. Yeah. So yeah. you just I just you just move forward. Like okay, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I know Ron. We had this uh, this situation <laughs> a couple times over the last few years where there's been like a death in the family or something. Mm-hmm. And, and Ron, it was so funny because I don't have a weird thing with death. A lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently neither does Ron because 
he had some situations happen and he was like, all right, well, we got the show on Monday. And I'm like, okay. And that's how I I function because life is supposed to move forward regardless. But it does like other people would be like, I think Ron's a little fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) No, you just got to move on. I I find it interesting, though. You did six years in the Air Force, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, because I expected you to say like, oh, you know, structure, discipline, you know, all these things. But, but like Dusty said, you know, there must have been any already because the first thing you said was, oh, it taught me how to be calm. You know. You know what's crazy? Like I think about it too. Like my mom, when I was growing up, um, with dieting and stuff, she she wasn't a super health freak, but she did like have certain things in place where it did make it easier with me to bodybuilding. Like we didn't have sodas in the house, you know. Um, we had very structured meals. Um, I mean, I mean, like it wasn't the most healthy stuff sometimes, but like a lot of times it was your protein, your carbs, your vegetables, yeah, you know, healthy meals. And um, um, as I got, so it wasn't like a, a when I started bodybuilding, it wasn't like a drastic change. You know, I just added you know like another two meals to that at first, so five meals a day, and then you know now I do six. So it wasn't it wasn't too hard at all for me to to, to switch to that. Well, you you said you were an artist before. Um, wh- what's your earliest memory of kind of being an artist? When did you kind of oh, were you drawn and painting young. from? Yeah, real young. So I remember when I was real little, my mom talked about like I was always able to draw within the lines or whatever. But then I remember in, in uh, elementary school, sometime I was selling kids pictures. Like I would like. I would ask them like, "Hey, what do you want your superhero to look like, or what do you want his powers to be?" And they would tell me, and I would draw a dude doing something that's, like that, and they would pay me like a quarter or fifty cents, you know. So that's that's my awesome. Memory that, yeah. <laughs> See, this makes it's all starting to make sense to me right now, Ron, because like he his his artistic side went right into bodybuilding, and it shows in his physique. And my train wreck went right into bodybuilding, and it shows in my physique. It's very, it's all starting to make sense now, guys. If you can't draw, just stop. Just stop. <laughs> it also shows that he's a hustler and an entrepreneur, so he should do well in this business of uh, multiple yeah. revenue streams. You know, what do you, what do, you do primarily? Like, uh, what's uh, what's uh, what's work for you with bodybuilding, and how did you create? I do coaching. coaching. Okay. So I've been, I'm just coaching now. I have about. 50, 60 clients, and um, I started doing this full-time in 2017 when I left the military. Uh, it was really hard the first two years. Um, as it's, just, it's just really taken off um, literally maybe late last year. Um, mm-hmm. I've been doing really well for myself. But, uh, yeah, yeah, the first year was very, very hard. The second year, I was making enough to actually like not be in debt. And now it's going pretty well. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. that's a that's a good that's a good grind though. I think more people need to realize that because you had number one. I mean, you've lived it, but you've got the experience. Mm-hmm. You know what you're doing, and it still takes time. I mean, you're you're you, mm-hmm. and it still took time. You know what I'm saying? I think sure, people are surprised because sure. I see it all the time. Where I kind of uh, I don't want to say I laugh because it sounds insulting, but I'll see good bodybuilders randomly put up like I'm coaching now. And I'm like, this is all we do. You don't want to compete with me on the side. I'm going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you better go all in if you're going to get into this, because as you know, I mean, 50, 60 clients, I'm in the same boat. Like 
it's a seven day a week job. Mm-hmm. And if they're overseas, I mean, it'll surprise clients, but it's like, okay, what time are you waking up tomorrow? They're like, they say, I'm like, what time is that for me? They're like 2 a.m. I'm like, okay, I'll set an alarm. <laughs> Send me pictures. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and they're yeah. like, what? <laughs> like, I got to know what you look like tomorrow morning. I don't know, dude. <laughs> That's the thing. You know, I see a lot of things, no matter what it is with bodybuilding. And, and like, it sucks because there's no, there's no, like, if you're in, an athlete, like in, in uh, NBA or NFL, you have people kind of giving you like some type of uh, advice and they give, they're giving you like mentorship, you know, mm-hmm. bodybuilding, when you turn pro, there's, they just, there's nothing, you know, you figure mm-hmm. it out yourself, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? So like what I did with, with coaching, I hired, uh, I mean, I, you know, obviously I got certifications uh, and they, they're not super helpful to be honest with you, but the best thing I got was a mentorship program. I went with this guy named Austin Stout, lives up in Ohio. He kind of learned under John Meadows a bit and uh, who's Dr. Serrano. And um, I spent a lot of money on that. Like people, you know, I actually invested in this. I a lot of pros, they don't take, they don't treat what they do as a business. They treat it as, like like you said, like a side thing, you know. But to be successful, you have to be very, very diligent with, with becoming better. Not, and they can do this. I get it's tough being a bodybuilder, and most of them have a full-time job already. They're bodybuilding, and then they're also trying to build a side hustle coaching, and they're not putting as much effort into it, but you have to. You know, I, I spent, um, like, several thousand dollars with Austin to learn from him. You know, I spent the money on uh, certifications. I'm still taking another one now to, to learn to get better. And um, because sometimes you need that. I needed that help personally um, to, to um, kind of piece together the knowledge. Because I, I had the knowledge with the certs and stuff, but I didn't have the experience. And, like, mm-hmm. um, he helped me kind of bridge that that gap. So, um, no, nah, you definitely have to – because the thing is, too, like, yeah, they may get a lot of clients in the beginning, but then real quick the clients know know you don't know what the fuck you're doing and they leave. So yeah. with 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 coaching, the biggest thing is uh, keeping clients, longevity of your clients. You know, keeping yeah. clients, long term clients, not this in and out because you you what they don't realize too is yeah you may keep getting new clients, but then the clients you lose are gonna tell all their friends that you suck, and then that's it's just less and it diminishes and it diminishes. It's not sustainable to to, to work like that. So um real quick you have to you have to uh know what you're doing mm-hmm. yeah for sure no i think that's uh, you nailed it. that's why I'm, I'm glad it came up because it's uh it's key to also be progressing like you said like you've got 50 60 clients now but you're getting a new cert you're doing this like i hire i think i've hired everyone uh mm-hmm. like even now i hire friends all the time so i'm like oh there's something different there and they yeah. know like i want to learn something from everyone i work from and and there's there's always a gem somewhere. And if I spend a thousand bucks and I get one thing, I'm like, I'm good with that. Like I can use that yeah. permanently moving Most forward. You know, they don't want to invest in themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's yeah. a business. They That's the thing, though. You look at it. You said it's a business, yeah. so you're treating it that way. Uh, I love hearing that because it's your clients should be stoked to hear that. Like the the Terrence that they were working with a year ago is not as good as the one they're gonna work with in three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always funny. I look back and I'm like, man, I wonder what they say about me. About because I remember <laughs> some of my first clients. I was like, what the fuck was I doing, man? <laughs> well, you ought to start. I mean, I did the same. I think uh, I literally I did it the other day. I started in 2001 training clients, but I did it for free because mm-hmm. they started coming into my shop and asking me, and I was like, well, I'm not really qualified, so I'll help you. 
but I might fuck up, (laughs) you know, but it's free. And I think, I mean, I think I trained people for two years before I ever took a dollar because I was like, then I realized, like, okay, I know what I'm doing now, you know, Mm -hmm. but just like you said, now I still look back at when I knew what I was doing and I'm like, oh, God. You can't, hey, guys, you can't still, always lower the calories, Dusty. Holy shit. You, you still had guys winning shows. It's like compared to other people, you still knew more. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, it's, uh, yeah, you're still, you know, that's why, that's why your people were doing good and you kept growing your business, you know? Mm-hmm. So, because at the end of the day, it is about results, right? I mean, yep, you, sure. you know, there's, there's, there's going to be uh, a lot that you could pass on to a client aside from perfect knowledge is like motivating them and driving them to be better and stuff. And so that's part of being a coach as well. And I think that, uh, that that's where the value of having a coach who's done something themselves uh, largely comes from because it gives the person that, you know, that insurance that, you know, this person at least walked the walk and, oh, no. you know, suffered in the squat rack and, you know, like, didn't eat the carbs and all that sort of stuff. Right. You know, so people look yeah. at, you know, people, the, the, the coaches that they know have, have done. Cause you know, they say, you know, don't ask someone to do something you wouldn't do yourself. You know, it's so easy for some coaches to just say, okay, no carbs, two hours cardio a day. Let's do it. Right. <laughs> I look at it like uh, training though. Right. Like if I'm standing next to you, Terrence, and just, and just putting you through this hellacious workout, like you'll be motivated and you'll go, but you'll be more motivated if I'm dying right there with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, that's for sure. That's a Joe. Every time Joe trains with me, every every time, yeah. So that's definitely motivating. Not just sitting around telling me to do stuff because he's out here doing it with me. And uh, yeah, a lot of things. A lot of things. You know, he's I guess semi-retired, pretty, pretty, pretty retired, um, and he's still you know kicking ass. You know. Well, the the love for the pain never goes away. So. No, no, trust me, it doesn't. You might get you might get smaller and weaker, but you're still in there giving her. That's the thing, yeah, yeah, for sure. Him and then also John. John's been through with the trenches for decades, you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So if all if guys don't know, I work with John too. Uh, Joe uh, training, John nutrition stuff. Everything. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff about diet. When we were talking, I thought, did we mention this was Meadows? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Meadows. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Meadows does your diet, and then you train with. With uh, Joe, okay, okay. So, did, has Meadows ever given you the uh, egg white and sugar-free ketchup diet? Definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah, like I said, like <laughs> my face hurts thinking about that. Ah, <laughs> ah, man. Uh, uh, yeah. I've 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 done that one before. We've we've joked about it. We've uh, that that's that's the uh, the the no talent got to get your glutes ripped diet. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yo, like, you, you can't be mad because John has been through it. I remember that prep he did for, like, the Arnold where he was – I think he said he was in, like, 1,500 calories or something crazy like that, 1,800. The bikini diet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it, too, though, the backlash that he had on that because it's like everyone was like, that's not healthy. You got to eat more. And John's like, are you fucking kidding? You got to yeah. get in shape. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's for a, it's a, for a period of time. No one is suggesting you bury your shit right now. But, you know, I, I looked at the opposite. I was like, this is bodybuilding because, you know, we've all had those preps that are super easy and they almost make you feel a little nervous. And yeah. the ones that are really hard, you're like, well, I'm, I'm going to get in shape because this fucking hurts. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know how brutal yours have been, but, uh, I found my most brutal preps were actually earlier in my career when I wasn't, uh, 
yeah as knowledgeable because it was always like we'll just do more cardio and just eat less food <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah know? i mean i don't think i ever have a harder prep than like some of my my first my first couple and then the the the, the the only other one, the only other ones that were really hard was the one where I competed for, I had a long contest season. Like I started dieting in like March. Like I remember I started dieting the week after the Arnold and my last show was October 22nd uh, on my birthday. That was really the uh, that's a That's a, that's one of those things where it's not even the dieting where you just realize you felt like shit for a year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think people realize that though. Like it's fun in the beginning, like that suffering. But when you're like, oh, you know, it's nice when you go, well, I got three more weeks. It's like, yeah, I just got uh, six more months. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's so, all right. Awesome. Oh, go ahead. Oh, and the funny thing was like, I mean, I was, I didn't know I was going to be competing that long. You know, this is, this was actually the first year of classic where, you know, I did my first show. I got third. The, the next show I did Tampa. I won. I was like, oh, awesome. Then, uh, you know, you got the Olympia in August, and then uh, Matt was like, well, um, you need to put on size, so we need to get, we need to try to qualify early. So we did another show, didn't win that. And then uh, he's like, well, then someone hit me up. was like, hey, um, there's only like three or four guys in the show. You should try it out. And I, by that time, I was so done. But I hit up Matt, and Matt was like, yeah, you should do it. And then so I just got back on the horse. <laughs> machine well hey before we lock down here i do have a couple uh, a couple questions from the viewers so uh and and uh few of them i don't even know what you're going to want to answer but i'm gonna ask them anyways um okay when putting together a routine together do you create the routine then put the music or vice versa i'll do the music first i can't i can't like i mean if they pay attention I, a lot of my stuff is on beat um, and some of it is, is choreographed with the lyrics. So I have to hear the song first before, before making this game. Gotcha. How, how yeah. many times, how many times do you think you listen to your posing routine music before the show? Like in the, like total times, hundreds. I have to, I have to, I have to actually watch myself. Cause if I listen to the song too many times, I'll get sick of it and not want to do it anymore. Right. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, um, but I don't know how many. That's a, that's a hard question. I guess yeah, probably hundreds. Yeah, over the, over the over the course of like a couple months. Like uh, I was gonna start on my Olympia routine now, but I got a guest posing in two weeks, so I had to um, put it on hold. I had started it, but I put it on hold to work on that. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be a lot. It's gonna be a lot of uh, run through. So you're you're good enough where you're gonna have one of those songs eventually that no one's allowed to touch, like like. <laughs> You know, like when, like when Kai did Dirty Diana, like no one's allowed. Like oh, it's an unwritten rule. Yeah. Like you would never touch that song. Now you're kind of like, all right, well, I can only be embarrassed by yeah. that, so we're gonna go ahead and leave that shit alone. <laughs> yeah. Sean Ray obviously has a few that you're like, yeah, you can't. You a couple can't touch Mariah that. Carey songs are off limits now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Sean Ray. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's gonna be you soon. People are like, ah, oh, fuck, I really would have liked to use that song before Terrence stole it from the world. <laughs> uh, okay. Here's a here's a quick one. Were you natural when you turned pro? No, um, I had I did I was running my first cycle uh, into that show, so I competed in in uh, April. I weighed one fifty five, and and then at nationals I weighed one fifty seven. Um, I was definitely leaner for 
sure. Um, I think, honest, I mean, this is kind of a mute point now, people, whatever, but I think I could have turned pro naturally. I like, like I said, I only gained pounds? two pounds. It yeah. just would have took me a little bit longer, maybe like two, three more years. So your first cycle was between two shows. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's awesome. No, I was, it's funny because they asked that and I was like, I actually don't know the answer. I like when somebody asks a question I don't know. I'm like, fuck, mm-hmm. I, I want to know yeah. too. Um, off season you already covered. Uh, what's your opinion on um, on well they call them DC stretches, but uh, like weighted stretches, and are they in your arsenal? I do sometimes. I think I mean I don't see a reason why someone wouldn't try incorporating them. I mean it takes like a minute, you know. Mm-hmm. There's some evidence behind it, um, and I know people are like, oh, there's not a ton of research or whatever. But if we waited for everything to have a ton of research, then we would. It would just, it wouldn't, nothing would happen. Nothing would right. happen. So I think, I think they're cool to add. I've, I've done them a couple of times. Uh, I at least have something in there, um, loaded stretch wise, um, a couple of times a week. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, 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 okay. This is good. Uh, what do you think that Alex had that you didn't have that might have edged him out at the Arnold? Oh, man. Um, I think Alice is, has a little bit wider frame than me. I think that was the biggest thing with some is it does. Like his, his shoulder, his shoulder width is a little bit better than mine, uh, which kind of made with his last and make his, and his waist is tiny too. His waist is very, very small. Um, I think that well, this is, this is, um, just that bit probably edged him out over me. I know I talked to some of the judges and, you know, each, the only thing is each judge is going to have something different to say and just, when I talk to judges, I, I listen and like it's interesting to hear, but a lot of the stuff you still like I don't think it changes what I do too much. Um, because I already know what I think a good bodybuilder already knows their weaknesses. Mm-hmm. I mean, like if they tell you if you literally didn't know like your arms need to be bigger, then that's, that's I think that's an issue. You know, something, something <laughs> yeah. Like that. yeah, yeah. How you look at yourself every day, you don't know that your arms are sixteen inches. This is yeah. a problem. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, once I talked to Tim, Tim told me that he just said that pre-judging, I, I was he said like, I, I guess I was a little flat in my show. I looked better. Um, and he thought I would he thought I should have won. But uh, he said they didn't judge the night show, which I thought was weird. Um, um, the other judge I talked to, Tyler, Tyler said I need to work on my back a bit. And I, I think my back's pretty good. But I think I, I get what he's saying next to Next to Alex, he's so his last is so wide, just based on his structure. I can see why that he would beat me from the back. I think my legs are weight. I think my legs are better than his, but I guess you know each judge has their own opinion, and and he yeah. thinks his back was more important than like my lower body development in that pose. So what, 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 what do you think? Uh, what do you think is the best you've ever looked ever? Like, I think morning. Arnold was the best. Yeah, yeah. Arnold at. At the night show, morning show, where do you do you think you've changed much at all? Or um, that's hard to say. I have to go. I don't even know. But the what Arnold. From what? Yeah. I have to go yeah. back and look. But uh, definitely Arnold, just for the simple fact of the added size I had. I think yeah. I've been in shape like that before. Um, just the added size, just just really, really I think, um, helped my physique. Yeah. No, that's good. I think it's what what I like about the answer, and I and I always toss this stuff in is. Uh, Athletes, when they don't win, look for why they should have won. Champions yeah. look for why they didn't, didn't win. win. 
Yeah. And that's like you are instead of saying like a lot of people are like, well, what about my legs? What about my legs? And you're thinking I can see these two things. And I think that's what separates long term champions is you're saying, OK, let me find a reason. Like you said, I'm the same way. I even tell my clients like I talk to the judges. I'm like, I don't. OK, I don't need you to. Yeah. Um, you know, there's not a person. I mean, especially at the regional level, like, there's nobody on that panel that's been this longer than me. But OK, you can ask them. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but it comes down to cool. Let's find out why we think what, what anything was that was better on them. Cause I think that's how you, you end up winning. So I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, now I gotta make sure I say this correctly. Are you more of a Brion or a Bumstead? And I don't know if that means fan or you as a human. I think it means fan. Okay. I think it means fan. Yeah. Cause there's a big, there's, apparently there's a big thing between, I, between those two guys, I guess. Honestly, I don't, Honestly, I don't think about these guys too much like that. But I love it. Honestly, it, it doesn't. It, it really doesn't affect me that much. Cause I mean, I like I like both their physiques. I get why people like Chris. I get why people like Breon. Chris has I, Chris has a far better trust than Breon, and 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 Breon has some better body parts than, than Chris. You know, I don't. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really bother me either way. I think I think uh, personally, I, I might have chose Breon to win mm -hmm. the show last year, but. I literally have no issue with Chris winning at all. Right. No, I think it's yeah. funny because uh, knowing – I don't know I, – I know Chris well enough to know that he's having fun. And people yeah, think yeah. that there's this big drama. And it's really just it's, – it's hyping the sport. It's good for you guys for the B rivalry. And mm -hmm. I think sometimes the fans lose track of that. It's like it's not personal. It's bodybuilding. Like, 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 we can if go anybody, back and forth, we can laugh, but they're just having fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On, on what, what, what is it um, for your next show? What's it going to take for you to come home super happy? You know, he's to win the Arnold uh, or the Olympia. <laughs> if he wins the Olympia, I promise yeah, he'll be, be happy. Yeah, I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll definitely be happy. Yeah, no, no doubt. Yeah. No, it's tough. Um, I was honestly with the Arnold. I was, I was a little disappointed because just for the simple fact that uh, there was some emotional stuff behind that show with with Matt. But I, I was overall happy with how I looked and the improvements I made. So I think I came away with the Arnold like happy with with that placing. I think too, I got I got like a couple things from that show, like that uh, magazine cover back there. So um, I think going into the Arnold, personally. Uh, I would like to be my, my highest place. And I got sixth place back in 2017. Um, I got ninth the year before that, and I got ninth the year after that. Um, so personally, for me to be happy, a top five would be what I would want. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's that's what would make me happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I like that. It's funny because, you know, I mean, I've, I've said this a million times, like your physique to me is just top to bottom so damn close to perfect that it's like it just really puts into uh perspective how good the best guys are yeah because you, know, you look at you is, and i'm like how are you not winning the olympia every fucking time <laughs> yeah it's just so so uh, fucking competitive man your division it very much is and and the cool thing and, and it's funny like i'm i think i'm like the best example of how much Classic has changed over the years because I was there the first year. I was at the Olympia first year. Um, and uh, the physique I had then to make it to the Olympia doesn't compare to the physique I have now that's Olympic quality. 
I, the, if I came to the, if I competed like I did in 2016 this year, I wouldn't place. I don't think I placed top five in a lot of the shows, you know. Um, and that's that's really cool to say that each year the athletes that are getting better and better and better. And I think this year, too, is I think the athletes that I've seen um, win shows are even better than the athletes that have won the year before or the year before that, you know. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, I, I think that's yeah. that division is cranking it's it's actually it's it's super exciting to watch as a fan too because mm. although there's front runners um you guys are tight enough that you know a, a fourth place guy can win the olympia next year sure. you know yeah. a first place guy can take fifth like i mean it's it really is that tight i know it feels like a two-man show because of the last couple of years but it's really not yeah. you know yeah if you think about it i think another good example of this is no offense to danny danny has to you know, first he won the first one, and now I think he, his last time he went, he either placed ninth or eleventh. Yep. You know, same thing with Arash, a top five guy. I think this year he played. This last year he placed six to seven. So those guys that first year that were doing very well, besides like Breon, um, they're actually dropping and dropping and dropping. Mm-hmm. Because, not because they're getting worse or anything. It's because the guys are getting better and better. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What? How How do you feel about the? Uh, you know how a lot of guys at like the the regional level and the state level they'll do classic ju- because they make the weight, so they think that the uh, weight makes them classic. So, but they don't have the structure for classic, so they wind up wondering why they didn't do better and stuff. Do you feel like too many guys do classic just because they're the right weight? You know, it, uh, it's I don't know. Um... I, I get. I definitely get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think, yeah, they, yeah, I, I, I could say yeah, yeah. Now I think about it, yeah, because they do have divisions for lighter people. They have, uh, you know, you can do for the lighter classes as a bodybuilder, or you can do, you know, novice as a bodybuilder. Um, I think, I think to a certain extent, a lot of times classic does take away from some. It's getting better. It's getting a lot better now. I see a lot more bodybuilders that are. Um, doing like Patrick Moore, uh, Quentin, uh, Regan, they're back in bodybuilding. So, but uh, I do think to a certain extent that classic has kind of messed up people's idea of what bodybuilding is because they talk about, oh, I want to do, uh, they see I post like a bodybuilder and I'm like, that's not a, that's not a thing. Like, <laughs> you understand? It's, yeah, I hate that phrase because I'm like, every, every body, every body, bodybuilders made what, "Quote unquote classic posing is Lita Brada, bodybuilder, Frank Zane, bodybuilder. All these guys are bodybuilders. Mm-hmm. People they think bodybuilding is, 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 is one thing and it's not um, because because you guys got like Cedric Miller, he's a great poser, you know. Yep. Um, so I hate I hate when they they do that. I think like you said, if they if they don't fit in they don't fit in classic, do bodybuilding and do and do bodybuilding how you want to do bodybuilding. If you want to pose whatever however you want to pose, do it. You know? um, but Definitely, like it's really, it's really not that different. Classic and bodybuilding. Classic that we just have a few less poses and our our shape is a little bit. Um, well, I think yeah. too is it's starting to prove it. I mean, look at George. For sure. I mean, sure. I, I I will not be stunned if he wins the Olympia. I'm not me either. Yeah, me either. So yeah, I mean, think about crazy. that. I'm. I mean, to, to think that he was a top level classic mm. a year ago. Yeah. And now, I mean, no, no one listening, in, including the other top two twelve guys, think I'm full of shit. Like that's he was very third, feasible. Right? Yeah, he got third last year. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a feasible thing. So it's like that alone should tell guys it's not that fucking different. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you know, if you've got the, the lines for it. So, I mean, I think if you just it's just knowing what you have. And, and like you were saying, Ron, what I run into with athletes is they think at the regional level they'll do better because they're not wow. big enough bodybuilders yet. And I'm like, no, because it's just going to I mean, it, a guy that's built for that is going to expose your structure. Mm-hmm. terribly like you can yeah. have a okay frame and it looks terrible next to someone with a wasp waist and wide shoulders like take your time <laughs> get your ass kicked for a few years and become a good meathead bodybuilder and call it a day like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, who's, who's who's your favorite physique of all time don't say me it's embarrassing don't do it this time <laughs> damn it so many my favorite physique I think my favorite. I have two actually. I think one because he kind of he's kind of more my height. But my favorite of all time is Flex Wheeler. Sure. I think that's like a lot of people's favorites for sure. Uh, Flex Wheeler, without a, a doubt. Do you have a year? Damn. Um, this is Ron. This is how his brain works. Don't even. This is how my brain works. Just, I mean, you could just look skip a lot him. Different, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he does. He does look like a lot different from when he started to like. I, I think my favorite photos of him are those black and white ones. You know, that one, that one I can't remember. He's not even doing a pose. He's just looking at his squad. Was that like, I don't know what he, year that was. I think but. that's the 98 Arnold. Yep. It's okay. like one of the years that a lot of people say that's his like, you know. Then yeah. either, everyone either says 93, uh, the year he turned, you know. The and year he did, yeah. Or they say nine, 98 Arnold. That's what most people say. So Those that's are the two times I thought of honestly, yeah. But I was yeah, yeah I like I like that really that full, really cool look in that in that uh, ninety eight one. Crazy. Yeah. What was the other guy though? You only said flex. What was the other guy? I think for me, him being closer to my height, I think Sean Ray. Um, and I know a lot of people don't like him for whatever reason, but physique wise, you got to say he's one of the best bodybuilders. Oh, for sure. Unbelievable. Um, I definitely love his physique, and I think him being shorter, I'm like, okay, this is something I can like aspire to look like more so than a place Willard. Right. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks, man. We appreciate it. You gave us an hour of your time, uh, over an hour of your time. You know, that was very generous <laughs> of you. You know, I know you're yeah. a, a, a wheeling, dealing businessman who's always hustling. So. <laughs> Trying, yeah. <laughs> trying. How can this let everyone know how they can get a hold of you? What's uh, the best way to inquire and all that stuff? Oh man, so um, everything's pretty much Rough Diesel. Uh, Rough Diesel on Instagram, Rough Diesel YouTube, RoughDiesel.com website. Um, if they want to email me, that's the only different one. RoughDiesel1 at gmail.com. Someone stole it from me, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> stole, stole it. There's another Rough Diesel out there somewhere, but. Um, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how you guys can get out of Awesome, man. Well, well, we'll be we'll be watching the uh, prep and uh, and uh, watching your uh, clients continue to evolve as well, man. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Give give Joe a smack on the ass for us. <laughs> you, you, can, you can you can you can give him knuckles for me, but <laughs> yeah, I was gonna give him a pat on the back. <laughs> hey, whatever you do in Florida. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thanks, man. All right, I appreciate it. All right, see, see you. Later. Thanks, buddy. That was fun. Hey, we appreciate it. I'll uh, I'll send you a link or something. All right, guys. I'll see you later. Take the hell out of you. Okay, good luck. Train safe. When when do you think uh when do you think is when do you think is hello?
Hello, Wednesday. Oh, oh, Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 All right, you guys have a go. Go go. See you. Okay. Terrence Ruffins. Good guy. Awesome. Absolutely. It was good to uh, it was good to see so many. I I don't know why it surprises me, but it's starting to feel after over a year of episodes like we tell people what to say before the show. Oh, about because the training and stuff. About the training, about the understanding of just the process. I mean, it's like I literally I hear it, and then even him, like, and I was happy to hear, but even surprised. It's like he bodybuilds 365 days a year. And I think that that's something that I, I've had this conversation with so many of my people that are on the edge of turning pro where I'm like, but you're doing it part time. Yeah. Like you're, you're compete, And some of these people are more genetically gifted than the people that they're competing against. And some aren't. And I'm like, take away that difference. Yeah. That's, that's why it also, it, it also goes that, that way you ever meet someone who, they have a crazy life and bodybuilding is just their hobby and they still excel at it and get to like a crazy level. Yep. And they're, and they're absolutely aware that they're not prioritizing it because they're, they've actually decided it comes third. And that's okay. Like and to that's me, okay that's with fantastic. Them. Yeah. Yeah. It's but making still that better choice. at it. They're still yeah. better at it than like everyone else. <laughs> yeah. It, it almost irritates you, but I, but I am in that standpoint where it's like, there's nothing wrong with that as long as they've made that choice. Yeah. I think when people are on that edge and they're looking for it and they're yeah, like, they I'm, this means so much to me. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. And they're complaining about it and they don't realize yeah. that they're not prioritizing it. Yeah. Because I go, I've told people a million times, my best preps or my best shows were always connected to years where it literally, the first year I worked with Chris in 2010, when I went from no one ever knew me to top five at a national show we had been working together for six months and I messaged or text Chris. I said, Hey, uh, I hate to do this, but it's my anniversary. Um, yeah. You, you think I can have a meal? And he's like, Oh, so you haven't been having any meals off the diet? Right, like, right. No, just what you wrote down the entire time. Every day. He just assumed you were 90, 10. Yeah. Because most people are, yeah. And then, and then what was funny about it was, so he goes, okay, but the only rule is I need pictures the day after I need to know what you ate. And so I was like, okay, so we do it. And, uh, that then became part of our program. Yeah. Because he was like, oh shit. Okay. Now that I know you weren't doing that, we need to utilize this. So every couple of weeks he would write out what I was supposed to have for my cheat meal, which yeah. obviously is not a cheat since it's in the plan, but it was just funny because it's like, well, it's not really a shock. That was your best year. Right, you were right. living for it. The yeah. only thing, like, I even felt dumb asking because <laughs> I was like, oh, this is so weak. Like, really? I got to have a cheat meal? This is my anniversary? You know what I mean? But I wasn't even prepped. My show was the following. My show was eight months away, and I wasn't sure if I should ask. Yeah, you were accidentally, <laughs> you were accidentally not eating out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no. but that's what I think people don't get. So when you ask a guy like Terrence who – Everyone, it's very easy to see he's genetically gifted, but yeah. then you're like, oh, but he also is way more disciplined than you are. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I really, um, you know, him training with Joe and stuff. I mean, that's, that's, he's got such a good, 
captain steering the ship there. You know, that physique's just going to continue to improve. Um, I think that having someone like Joe uh, and then also, you know, having John there as his coach uh, mm-hmm. for, for nutrition, obviously he's talking to, to, you know, John about training too. Um, I mean, those two guys are both going to be really good at managing the safety of what he's doing, mm-hmm. which uh, with a physique like that, obviously you don't want anything to ever you know disrupt yeah. the flow you know you don't want a guy like that to get you know you don't want to get hurt i mean yeah no for um, sure and 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 that physique you know it, there's just <laughs> and i don't i don't envy the, the um, bird frame and the crazy tapers and just yeah it's just you know, it's crazy it's though, I, I don't uh, and i mean i appreciate it like to be to the point where you're like okay i literally cannot let my legs grow any bigger not because yeah. they, but because he's got a weight limit and he can only put on so much mass and he knows yeah. that if it goes in the wrong place, he'll actually look worse. So yeah, to speak. Like if he can gain three um, pounds of muscle and he wants it all on his back and arms. Yeah. And I mean, that's, yeah. that's when it's like, man, you are literally a sculptor at this point. Yeah. You know? Thankfully, is, like I, I, all kidding aside, like that's, that is a level most people never touch. It kind of fit with his art. You know, I was talking about how he was an artist, you know? Yeah. Um, because, you know, mo- most guys, you know, most young guys, maybe aggro to get bigger and better and stuff. They might not, the brain might not even think about the, the art side of how the physique's going to look. And, you know, guys add as much muscle as they can everywhere. Right. When bigger you know? isn't always better. I mean, you yeah. do reach a point where it's like, you know, I'm, I'm there with a couple guys now where I'm like, okay, I, I really want to watch this and this. So we're slowing down. Right, right, right. You know, yeah, like totally. Here's where we're at. So it's it's cool to watch, and it's uh it's definitely something where the one thing I think also gets missed is he said you know he's lucky to gain three pounds, but three pounds on him in the right place looks crazy. Three pounds on you in your prime, you wouldn't even know it was there. No, wouldn't even you see know, it. You're you're too big. So three yeah. pounds is like, like, oh yeah, my arm is up half inch. You're like oh we can't tell. I could <laughs> add three pounds. I could add three pounds of bone density and not be any bigger. <laughs> You know, <laughs> it's classic, but no, I mean, it's, it's cool to see that difference. And that's the side of, uh, Bible that I love. Cause what he said, I agree with, which is I group all the divisions as bodybuilding. Yeah. Like I oh, don't yeah. consider um, men's physique to not be bodybuilding. It's a different bodybuilding. They're doing the exact same thing, but yeah. the goal is different than mine. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I'm not entertained watching it. It's just not my thing. But I absolutely respect the shit out of physique. So I'm like, dude, the guy yeah. looks awesome. Like how if you can say he doesn't look awesome, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, really? Trust me, your wife thinks he looks awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the 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 uh the the, the uh, ten million hits his photo got think you yeah. look awesome too. No doubt. Well good no, week, man. So yeah, any uh any final thoughts, any Netflix recommendations you're gonna leave us with? Oh man, no! You know what's crazy? I uh, the only thing that I've done is been way too busy because I'm moving and everything. So I found a new place, and ah. I just you know I did what I always do, Ron. You know you're super busy, so what do you do? You make it worse. Yeah, I I'm decided like, to move. Oh. Yeah, well, I, well, I was gonna move, so then I decided you know what, let's refurnish the new place with all new shit because that yeah. makes sense. And then you know what? Since we only got a couple weeks, let's schedule my video guy every weekend right. for me to be in California or him to be here. <laughs> Plus, plus you're developing that new app 
that new dating app yes. you're telling me about. Yes, the Dennis system. Uh, yes, <laughs> which we will cover later. Uh, so the, we got the, the dusty <laughs> system. Yes, the dusty well, we got That's where you come into play, sir. I'll help get you. you to. <laughs> an inside I'll joke. You, I'll get you your cut. Yes. But, uh, yeah. So it's been crazy. But uh, and I'm doing. I took the uh, the two a day J training that we got and. Uh, How and are you liking the split? I, Dude, I messaged Jay. We have to tell everyone. Uh, you, you know, Jay mentioned the twice a day training split that he did. So we had to. So I have to get it. So I'm like, all right, we're gonna reach out to Jay. But but you didn't which, just want it. You, you didn't just want. You wanted exactly because you wanted to know the AM PM split he did. Yeah, and I didn't. And here's the funny thing though is I literally I'm like, he's not gonna answer because and I don't expect him to. You know right. what I mean? Send the text. He sends it back, perfectly written out. And then my favorite part was the very end. Full-time bodybuilder, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I freaking lost it when I read that. I'm like, and you know what's I, funny? It really I is, twice though. a day. It really is, though. Like, uh, even today, because the days move. So, you know, Monday, I've always been off. Well, I'm not off today because right. it's how it fell. And it was funny. My training partner was like, well, you just want to train on Sunday? I'm like, nope. Yeah. Two on, one off. Like, I got so, to stick to this exact plan that he's doing. So I, I had my split set up for like 15 years where every week was identical. Mm -hmm. And it was just, that's how I did it. And then when I stopped competing and started working at Mutant and all that stuff, mm -hmm. I, I moved to a two-on-one off. So I had the same experience you had where for the first time in like a long time, my weeks were different. I was sometimes training Sunday, sometimes training Monday. Like, right. you know, those, and, and it was like, but I, I, it was funny because it was time. I needed, I needed the change. I needed the dynamic shift in my life. Like sometimes Wednesday night, I just go home from work. Like, oh shit, I got, I got nothing to do tonight. I got nothing to do Wednesday after work. I just go home, spend some time. Like you know what I mean. So it was, it was funny. But I know exactly where you're at. Yeah. So that was a tricky thing. Um, and you know what it is? So the first weekend, um, I didn't know how to train. <laughs> because it's like, I, I, you know, we joke, but I'm dead serious. Like, I don't know how to not just go. So I had to be smart because I'm like, like, for example, the big day for me was uh, the two days are I trained back one day in the morning, but then I have deadlifts at night and yeah. traps. So right. I was like, all right. So, of course, I knock the shit out of back. Like, I'm never going to like, I'm not going to train it again for a week. They and then eight hammer pull downs. Yeah. I mean, literally, yeah, I went nuts. And then, then seven hours later, and I haven't done deadlifts since uh, COVID. Ah, okay. So I, of course, I walked in. I'm like, I'm only gonna go up to 600 pounds today. That's yeah. how we're doing this. And I'm like, so I, I'm cranking along, and uh, I get done with deads, and I just, I didn't go nuts. Truthfully, I'm not being funny. I got, uh, I hit six, 585 for 10. And I stopped. Oh. Like I put, I put the video up, and you could see I didn't. Yeah. I didn't even push uh, for a rep. thing. I first thing I thought was what a joke. For its first thing I thought. <laughs> but what was funny is I get done, and we move over to the to the uh, rack deads, and and Tommy, my training partner, is a fucking beast. We get done, and I was like, that was dumb, huh? And he's like, yeah, no one's doing this shit. <laughs> yeah. But it was fun. I mean, like, and it, and you know what's weird because I've had a tough year of just too much shit. It put me back into bodybuilding. I don't have time at all to do anything else. It's like eat, clients, train, clients, train, eat all day long. Eat. Holy shit, it's 2 a.m. Got to go to bed. Dusty, this <laughs> is what I've always known about you. 
You need structure to keep you out of trouble. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Whatever trouble my brain and or body might find, I don't have time for right now. Yes. So, and my clients know I'm further insane because now I'm responding to emails at three in the morning. And I'm like, usually uh-huh. it's because I woke up. Now I haven't been to bed. Well, one of the, <laughs> one of the best things about your, about you is that you never sleep. So you have all this, these hours to do things with. That's the thing. It's actually become a positive. I'm like, there's, there's plenty of time for this shit. You know, but time. no, it's been it's been fun. I'm I think the only thing I'm gonna do this week is uh I am gonna taper back some of the movements. Yeah, I, got an I don't idea. know how to taper the intensity. I got an idea. How about if you smash back in the morning and you do barbell rows, which I know you did. Yes, I did. How about you only pick one, either deadlifts or rack pulls? You know why I didn't though, right? Because I have the video and I know Jay did both. <laughs> oh, oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, but he didn't. He didn't go crazy heavy. So like his, yeah, his jeds were like four, four or five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and repped them out. So I, I'll probably, I am gonna probably do that. Um, just because I can, not not because of the training, it's because I don't see this lasting eight weeks if I go like I went last week. Well, just manage your volume. Yeah. So volume, it's yeah. just gonna be that, and I and I'm going to do that because again, the the point was to try something different. Um, how, how did it feel right. to do? How did it feel to do quads in the morning and hams at night? Or what would you do? Hams in the morning, quads yeah. at night. Hams in the morning, so, quads at night. Uh, I made an alteration before that because I, I had a theory which I think proved right. I didn't want my hams to have time to tighten up, so I literally finished training, drove home, ate a meal, took an hour, went back to the gym. Oh, you put them close together. Yeah, because I noticed when I got to the gym for deadlifts on back day, my back was already sore. And I was like, okay, I think that gap is a little long. I don't want to feel sore in my hams because I I really have developed a good way. um, And I'm going to give the credit to John Meadows. I watched enough of his stuff and talked to him enough. Uh, I'm really locked into my hamstrings now, the training. They'll cramp if they get tight. So I didn't want that to happen when I had, you know, a thousand pounds on my back. Right. So yeah, I made that gap close and I think I'll continue doing that. And tomorrow is the dead and uh, back day. I'm going to do the same thing and smash them together. Huh? Interesting. Yeah. The, the longer gap and I feel fine though. I mean, energy wise and shit, I think I'm so amped to train. So it doesn't matter. Like a lot of people were asking me like, how's that feel? And I'm like, it's fucking awesome. I get to train twice a day. I thought I I thought I read a study, which, of course, is like, you know, it's like micromanaging all these things. But it was about uh, I think it was about the brain, you know, when you're like alert and your nervous system's firing well and you're really responsive with your your nervous system. I thought it said the perfect gap was six hours, which I could see because I think uh, we did. uh, It was eight hours on the back day. um, So that might have been it. Uh, But but again, I felt I mean, the training went well. But I think it's, it is going to be managing that uh, that line. And I might play with it a little bit because I think we were at f- three hours-ish on legs, three and a half by the time I stretched and got everything moving. Um, oh, okay. So it was a tight gap for sure. Awesome. But awesome. I will say that it was a little bit tight because when I was showering to go to the gym, I was like, fuck. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I, didn't I just leave there? <laughs> I remember that, uh, you know, I did a double split several times. I would like, you know, sometimes it would be something that I would do like six weeks out from a show. I would go to a double split just because I was just trying to like eat up time between meals and stay busy. And, 
right. you know, get some extra time at the gym and the posing room and like, you know, just all that bullshit. And, uh, you know, the quad ham day was always interesting because if I, I see, did, I, I wouldn't have know. even structured it like this. You know that that's, that's why I wanted his. Cause I went, I was like, I'm going to do it. Once we talked, I decided I wanted to do this. So I'm like, I'm going to write it all out. And I'm like, fuck, I don't really know how I want to put this together. You know, so so I was glad that Jay gave me the uh, uh, the outline because nowhere near what I would have written. And uh, now that I've now that I've run through a week, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I I I I always did quads first and then hams at night. Um, that's a, I I don't think I ever tried hams in the morning, but that's an interesting flip. Yeah, well, that and and that one just works well for me because my quads are so dominant compared to my hams. Yeah. Um. I would much rather be walking into the gym a little physically and mentally beat up for quads because it's an exciting body part to train for me um, than lying leg curls. Right. You what? know, what's wrong with lying leg curls? Toothache in the hamstring. Not good. <laughs> oh, a different man. pain, my friend. But yeah, so it's good. We'll, we'll see where we're at. Uh, so how's the okay. cycling going? You got to gotta give us a brief update real quick because oh. I care. Oh, well, hey, not man, drugs, cool. people. Not yeah, drugs. yeah, yeah, yeah. Different kind of cycling. No. So, yeah. So, you know, I know I've mentioned it before. I'm, I I rode last night for two hours. Um, I try to ride every day almost for about an hour, but it rained for like five days straight. I didn't get out on my bike all week. So last night I rode for two hours straight, two and a half hours, actually. Um, it's going really well. I'm making progression every time I go out, I'm getting more comfortable and starting to move around better and pulling off like little little things that are coming and i think it's going to be cool i'm excited i what's, I, the, I talk, what's the tie-in that you and i spoke about though that i kind of want to bring in with body so with the reps here's here's the thing and so you know when i was young and i and i, and I was riding it was just all about having fun and like oh, i'm gonna try to learn that trick and you just practice a trick and like keep trying it until you accidentally did it and then you get some confidence. And then, you know, you just keep practicing. It was just, but you didn't recognize any of the processes because I was too young and immature. But now after running my life through the filter of bodybuilding for 30 fucking years, I see everything for breaking down to basics, mastering basics, no matter how boring and repetitive, there's no such thing as boring. It's you just fucking do it. So I right. just practice these basic things over and over. Cause I know that I have to get awesome at them. And not everything has to be, it's not, it, it, it's, it's like a meditative sort of experience for me. It's like, I'm, I'm doing something different with my brain. I like turning off, you know, I don't look at my phone for like two hours straight. It's great. And it's all about reps. Like, it's just funny. Bodybuilding prepares you for so many things. Cause I keep running into these things in life where it's about reps. Like you have to do something over and over and over in order to get good at it. Yep. And you know, it's, um, you have a lot of respect for when you see somebody do something, whether it be a fucking trick on a bike or a business move, or it, it, people don't realize how many, how much experience goes into that, how oh, many yeah. times they did it beforehand mm -hmm. and it didn't work. You know, like we're talking about the skateboarders that'll try something a thousand times and you're like, how does this guy keep, he, there's something in him driving him. Right. He has to do it. And he knows it's about reps. He knows it might fall a thousand times trying this grind or whatever. And other people might think he's crazy, but to him, it's completely sane behavior. He's just going to do it because he knows it. It's a matter of time before he lands it. 
well, it's things you eventually get to. I used to use this with sales, but it's the same with the gym. Like <clears throat> when you first learn how to deadlift, you know, you run through the list. How's my vertical shin alignment? Where's my chest at? Where are my eyes? And yeah. you run through that list. Pull with the lats, lock the arms. Yeah. And then yeah. when you've been doing it for a while, you don't think. You yeah. just grab the bar and go. And it's the same. Uh, it's something I used to teach guys in sales that uh, I think is beneficial to people is I used to teach them the, the technique, like literally the process. They come in, they ask for this. We start at number one. Then if you sell them that, you go to number two, number three, number four. And, and in their head, they would do it. They'd run through my routine. And that's when it was conscious that they were doing it. And when they get really good, it's unconscious. Yeah. They just do it. Yeah. And, and, and as a, as an older, more mature person, I know that the difference between stage one and stage two that you just described is mm -hmm. just simply repetition. Yep. Because, you know, when you're younger, it's overwhelming. You're like, fuck, how did that guy get to be able to do that? Yep. But then you get older and you're like, oh, he, he fell a thousand times. Yeah. That's and it. And he landed it. Yep. That's true. And, and then and eventually it becomes almost impossible to not get. Yeah. So if you ever just, had a bad rep in the gym where you're like, what was I doing? Yeah. Like, yeah, how yeah. did I end up with my toes on a deadlift? Like, what the fuck? And then your brain doesn't reminds, do that anymore. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> That's your, it's your body humbling you. You got to check, check, go back to check your, check your list again every once in a while. <laughs> but it's good. Like, I, I, that's why when you said that, it was funny. I actually put it in my phone to make sure to ask because the reps comment got me as it's like, that's life. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just another thing that I enjoy doing that involves focus. And, and then it's like all these little rewards come because you see the building blocks. Mm -hmm. You know, just like just like bodybuilding, you see the little building blocks like it's 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 pretty cool. But I I recommend everybody, you know, find something that they can do, whether it be yoga class or a hobby or fucking getting into a book or something where they fucking turn their phone off for an hour or two. Because, fuck, I tell you, that's one of the best parts of it. Oh, for sure. No, I could definitely you know? see that. It's it's amazing. I had that a couple. Actually, when I was uh, up there with you and I had hurt my uh, neck, remember, and I dropped yeah. the dumbbell. I broke my phone that day. Yeah. So no one had access to me for two days. And for the first like four hours, it was very stressful. And then for the rest <laughs> of the time, I realized it was fucking amazing. Yeah. I was like, I'm not dead. And the world is not crumbling because I can't get a hold of Dusty because no one gives a shit. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's <laughs> you good know? times. So, it's all right, man. Well, uh, another solid week. I think, uh, do we have anybody scheduled for next week? I thought you had somebody. Yeah. Ah. That person, I remember. We Exciting. have a guest for next week. It'll be fun. It'll be a lot of fun. No doubt. Okay. Well, until then, man. Okay, remember everybody, it's just bodybuilding.